0: Update Brought to you by Simcox Advocates, advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit Simcox.com or call 690 300. Manx Radio's Update with Andy Wint.
1: Faster, Mike, good evening. It's half past five. This is update for Monday, 26th of February, 2024, from Manx Radio. 30 minutes looking at the latest news from the Isle of Man, a background to that news, we got sport and business and sea watch and travel updates, and the newsmakers in person, this evening Douglas Beach death inquest opened today, uh, Government say they can't cut employee headcount just like that, Braddon Roundhouse nursery opening's been delayed, too expensive for the Ben McCree to be on permanent standby, and a big reality check as the Ravens get thumped, 6-1. Man Benham, for all your business and legal needs. First of all, at uh, 29 minutes ahead of 6 o'clock, the update news headlines, Fastamai, Chanel Soku.
2: Fastamai an Castle Castletown and Maloo MHK is urging the chief minister to listen to the public amid calls for a change at the top. Tim Glover is among a number of politicians seeking feedback from the public on the future of Alfred Cannon's administration. The steam packet Company says it's too expensive to keep the Ben McCree ready for sea at all times. Currently, if there's an issue with the Manxman, it takes 12 hours to prepare the vessel as a replacement. And there's a Hustings meeting ahead of Ramsey Town Commissioner's South Ward by-election this evening. It's due to start at 7pm in the West Hall at Ramsey Grammar School. All four by-election candidates will also be present. In international news, the SNP says it's been stitched up by the Westminster establishment after the Speaker of the House of Commons denied it a debate on Gaza. It's understood there'll be a government statement tomorrow. Meanwhile, a transgender woman who killed a cat before murdering a stranger has been jailed for life. Scarlett Blake will serve a minimum of 24 years in prison. And the nation's favourite supermarket is not one of the budget chains. Marks & Spencer has, to- has topped a witch poll of shoppers for its customer service and quality food. Those were your headlines. News at 6.
0: Secure tomorrow today with Man Benham's private client team.
2: Manx
1: Radio Weather, with Manx Glass and Glazing. Thank you, thank you Chanel, from the Ronaldsway Met Office. Uh, strong wind warning in Operation 4. Later on, a uh, state of sea slight to moderate this evening. Dry, pleasant evening, uh, moderate to fresh southerly. Then a mostly dry night, down to 5 degrees. A wet start to Tuesday, Jamur. We'll Clear around midday, then dry with sunny spells in the strong southwesterly, up to 10 Celsius overnight, minimum six into Jacraine for cloudy on Wednesday. Late morning rain in the strong southerly, and top temperature of 10 degrees. Sunsets at 11 minutes before six tonight, low water three minutes after seven, high tides five to 1 a.m., low tide two minutes after seven sunrise 12 minutes past 7 and the lunchtime high water at 4 minutes to 1.
0: Manx Glass and Glazing are proud to be an approved contractor with Construction Isle of Man. Call the team on 674 573 or visit the showroom on the Snugborough Trading Estate.
1: Government can't arbitrarily reduce its employee headcount without considering the provision of frontline services. So says the Treasury Minister, Dr Alex Allenson MHK, who's been giving evidence to a Tinwall committee today.
3: In terms of the overall headcount, what we've done um, right across government is have vacancy management looking at when, when a vacancy arrives, whether it needs to be replaced, whether it should be replaced, and how it should be replaced. I think one of the issues that came up with the review of the Office for Human Resources was the need for far better workforce planning, the need for prioritising efforts to try to not only improve the culture within the civil service, but also look at the efficiency and productivity of the civil service. So whilst it can be tempting sometimes to to say that we should cut the headcount the results of that can be quite devastating to individual service deliveries Is it excessive to employ more nurses? Is it excessive to employ more doctors? Is it excessive to employ more more teachers? because when you look at the overall headcount of the Alaman government, out of a total seven and a half thousand people, two thousand eight hundred are in Manx care, and one thousand seven hundred are the Department of Education, Sport, and Culture, they are the dominant employers. When you look at infrastructure, they employ 833 people, and Department of Home Affairs employs 553 people. So those departments, just on their own, are the biggest employers. They're the ones who give the frontline services. So I think we need to be careful before you start um, arbitrarily reducing headcount. You look at where that can be done, but still maintaining those services that people deserve and expect. The
1: inquest into the death of a woman who was found on Douglas Beach has been opened today at Douglas Courthouse from Axe Radio, Tessa Hawley.
4: Catherine Johanna Catholic of Derby Square died on the 8th of February near Lock Promenade. Emergency services were called there just after 2pm and the walkway was closed off whilst they carried out their work. At Douglas Courthouse today, coroner of inquest Rachel Braidwood confirmed the 51-year-old's cause of death was as a result of drowning. The court heard the retired teacher who was born in Saudi Arabia had been found lying face down with her head in a pool of water. She was pronounced dead at the scene. She'd been seen by her husband the previous evening and checks showed she'd used her computer on the morning she died. Releasing her body so that funeral arrangements can take place and adjourning proceedings, Coroner Braidwood offered her most sincere condolences to the woman's family. Investigations are continuing and a full Inquest will be held in due course.
0: Update. Brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. A
1: dispute over access to the £10 million roundhouse facility in Braddon's causing concerns for families planning to use its nursery. A 28-day notice issued by the Department of Health and Social Care to stop vehicular access to the site comes into force at the start of March and has caused the opening of the nursery to be delayed. One of the parents, Chiller... Is hoping to send her child there.
5: My husband and myself, we're both working full-time. At the moment, I'm working when he's off. But it's been extremely hard to find a balance. When we received this email, we both were really, really worried and decided not to leave this slip and speak up about it because the issue needs to be fixed. Well, I don't understand that an access was proposed and granted back in 2016, such a late stage why everything started just now, when it is so late to do everything. It doesn't make any sense what they're doing. I understand where Mr. Hooper is coming from, but it's such a late state, it, it will honestly impact businesses, families, and most importantly, the
6: children. Little Cherubs has been contacting government ministers and MHKs to get answers about the situation, but have only received generic replies. Nursery manager Alicia Barton says parents are anxious and worried about what will happen next for their children.
4: So the decisions that we're having to make is with not being able to move to the new nursery, our children have to stay where they are. So any parents who had signed up to us to start, and also children who have started, we're having to make decisions of who actually we can give childcare to. This week we had the difficult decision to tell some parents that we had to reduce their days because we couldn't accommodate everyone, but we're trying to accommodate as many as we as we possibly can. And it is really difficult.
1: FC of Man's manager says the club's 6-1 thrashing at the hands of Kendall Town in the NWCFL Premier Division is a big reality check. Speaking to Max Radio after the final whistle, Paul Jones says the Ravens will need to be more consistent if they want to get promoted in the near future. There
7: are some positives there to look hard enough but it's very difficult to, to look past that kind of first 30-35 minutes really when um, we just weren't at the races and, and we, we didn't do anything that we'd planned to do and, and certainly didn't um, put a very good performance um, in at all and does and it <laughs> <laughs> deserves what we got in the end.
8: Is it a reminder do you think that your team and just the club as a whole still has a long way to go if it really does want to be pushing for a way out of this division in the near
7: future? Yes, um, it's. It's a it's a big reality check where you know you nobody can come into a game expecting just to turn up and put a performance in and you know as as, as good as we we were for large parts of the game against Bury last week you know we we didn't get anywhere close to that in the first half you can't have that inconsistency even at you know this level of football you know a reasonably good team will find you out and you know I'd be wrong in saying Kendall didn't have to create very much in order to cause his problems in those first that first half an hour we created them all ourselves and you know that's that's a lack of focus and concentration and application and commitment to what we're trying to do that you know it, it's easy to turn up against Barry and do that but it's got to be done every every week uh, over 46 games in a season and today we, we haven't turned up and, and enough players haven't turned up to, with the right mindset and, and the right qualities and the right kind of um, resilience to, to, to put a performance in and, and you're going to get found out at this level of football if that happens and that's exactly what we did and you know although we, we had a reasonably decent reaction you know you you shouldn't need to concede five goals for that to
0: happen. Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company.
1: Another vessel Manxman departed Heesham at 18 minutes past two. She, as I speak, is going astern onto the link span in Douglas Harbour and will be discharging fairly shortly out this evening at 845 45. Tahitian arriving there at midnight 30. The overnight departure from Lancashire's 2.15am back to Douglas at 6 tomorrow morning. And the morning departure for Manxman tomorrow, 8.45, Douglas, Tahitian. Follow the steam packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information. A backbench, MHK, says it's not too late for the Chief Minister to avoid a vote of no confidence, but he needs to start listening to the public. Arbury Castle, Town and Maloo member Tim Glover is one of several members asking constituents for feedback on Alfred Cannon's future following concerns over the budget and the sacking of the now former Education, Sport and Culture Minister.
8: I'm beginning to lean that way, having listened to people. Um, but it's not too, too late for the Chief Minister. He's very set on the island plan. Uh And uh, any uh, dissing of that, really, is viewed as just negativity and we're going to stick to the plan, we're a government with a plan. You've got to bring everyone on board and bring them along with you. So I think that the Chief Minister just needs to stop and listen and listen. Listen to his fellow MHKs, listen to what the people are saying, listen to what the Chamber of Commerce and the unions are saying. Now, they're almost singing off the same hymn sheet, which very rarely happens. So if that's the case, that to me says something's wrong.
5: You've expressed some perhaps lack of confidence in this administration previously when you resigned from the DOI. Why is now the time to be starting to have this conversation?
8: Because of the way that the public uh, uh, are responding. And there is a a big response in the public. Uh, I was at the uh, Southern 100 dinner last night and (laughs) there was only one topic of conversation away from motorcycle racing. And that was uh, what's currently happening with the government and how unhappy people were with it.
5: Your constituency colleague, Mr Morehouse, he's also posted on social media about this topic. He's making the point that options are limited, you do need to think carefully before you rush into mm-hmm. anything. Are those concerns that you would share as well?
8: I would share those concerns and uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to enter into any discussions about who it should be and if indeed the Chief Minister does face a vote of no confidence and loses it that will look after itself but uh, we do need to just have this conversation at the moment. And I again plead with the Chief Minister, Alf Cannon, listen, to start listening to people.
1: Manx Radio Business Briefing. At 17 minutes before six, Ocado slumped today following a report over the weekend that Marks & Spencer's withholding a multi-million pound payment to the group after their grocery delivery venture missed several key performance targets. The company's joined forces in 2019 to create Ocado Retail, a 750 million pound tie-up that gave Ocado customers access to Marks & Spencer. Previous it was accessing Waitrose. Uh, under the terms of the deal, M&S is due to pay Ocado a final instalment of £190.7 million by August. The payment's contingent on Ocado Retail's performance against an undisclosed target in the year to November 2023. And for a full daily market report, go to RamseyCrookall.com. Global air cargoes facing disruption from the rapid growth of Chinese fast fashion companies. Between Shine, Timu, Alibaba. Barbar and TikTok, more than 10,000 tons of goods are shipped every day, equivalent to 108 Boeing 777 freighters. Cargo Facts Consulting data found these firms have business models that rely on speed and constant product turnover, and their unprecedented demand for air freight has left traditional carriers struggling to keep up. Plus, increased competition for cargo space has resulted in rising prices and delays. Speaking to Reuters, industry insiders said this model of airborne e commerce is unsustainable. Sustainable, both for the environment and for profits. Also, supply growth of long-distance freighters will struggle to keep up with the growth of cross-border e-commerce. Director of Greater China Operations at freight forwarder Ballor Logistics, Basil Rickard told Reuters the shipment demand from Chinese e-commerce companies is currently affecting air freight more than Red Sea shipping route disruption. In a market report from last year, Boeing estimated China's air cargo fleet would triple between 2022 and 2042. The Stock Market Report. Brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and European markets closed lower. The dollar inch lower ahead of a macro pack week. Oil slipped a little and gold inch lower as market focus shifted to US inflation data due this week. The numbers now from Ramsey Crookall. At the close in London, the FTSE 100 down three tenths of a percent at 7,684. At the close, the DAX in Frankfurt up two hundredths of a percent at 17,423. A short time ago, New York City. Where the trading day continues, the Dow Jones Industrial is up three hundredths of a percent, thirty-nine thousand one hundred forty-three. The Nasdaq Tech Stocks Index up just over a tenth of a percent at sixteen thousand and twenty-one. In the Midwest, the S&P 500 is down seven hundredths of a percent at five thousand and eighty-five. In the exchange markets, the British pound sterling trading at one U.S. dollar twenty-six point eight cents, one euro sixteen point six cents, and twenty-four South African rand forty-nine point nine cents. In commodities, golds down almost four-tenths of a percent at $2,028 per troy ounce and a barrel of Brent crude up nearly one and a half percent at $82.13. I'm running late again. Do you know where I put my car keys?
4: In the fridge. Where's my phone? Under the dog basket. Bye. You haven't
0: forgotten that we're seeing Ramsey Crookall later. Oh, uh, no, of, of course not. Um,
8: 5pm, is it? Got it, a free. I'll be there.
0: Life is busy. That's why Ramsey Crookall's team takes time to help you make a mindful investment decision considering all the options giving you full control of your financial future less stress more assurance forgot to put my shoes on see how we can make your money work for you Call 717171 or visit ramseycrickle.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. The
4: Isle of Man in 30 minutes. Update on Manx Radio with Andy Wendt. Thanks
1: to my two drug traffickers who tried to import almost £100,000 worth of cocaine to the island concealed in a fridge and in jail for a combined total of 17 years. His Tessa Hawley.
4: Rosemary Ellen Burgess and Peter Philip Nulty were sentenced at Douglas Courthouse. The GEO had a t- Attempted to have almost one kilogram of the Class A drug shipped to the island from the UK on the 29th of September last year. However, the package containing the mini fridge, which was destined for Burgess's home on Old Laxey Hill in Laxey, was intercepted by police as part of Operation Fortress. The court heard the drug had a purity of 77%. Both Burgess, who's 22, and Nulty, who's 14, Nulty had pleaded guilty to being concerned in the production of cocaine between the 25th of September and the 3rd of October. Nulty had also admitted possessing the Class A drug and criminal property. Burgess had also pleaded guilty to possessing cannabis and attempting to possess cannabis with intent to supply and possession of criminal property in a separate incident from five months earlier. Asking Deemster Graham Cook to consider her fragile mental health, Burgess's advocate asked for a tariff which gives her hope for the future and one which would ensure that she's alive at the end of the sentence. Nulty's advocate described her client's actions as a monumental lapse of judgment, adding his role went no further than helping to produce the cocaine to the island, describing Burgess as a facilitator who'd been used as a post Deemster Graham Cook jailed her for eight years. Addressing Nulty, who he put behind bars for nine years, he told him it was serious drug offending, adding, You have an
6: appalling drugs record.
1: Manx Radio Sport Fast am I, Siobhan Fletcher
6: Fast am I. Starting with cycling this evening, Manx Elite women's competitor Lizzie Holden has announced she's been forced to take an off-season She's been ruled out on medical grounds following a recently discovered Epstein-Barr infection She says she's trying to stay positive and take each day as it comes Holden recently extended her contract with women's world tour team UAE Team ADQ Elsewhere, Mark Cavendish was also out of action in the sixth stage of the UAE Tour in Abu Dhabi Dabby this weekend. He pulled out of Saturday's stage due to illness, with the decision made to allow him time to recover better ahead of his next races. The seventh and final phase of the tour took place yesterday, with the Manx Missiles Astana Kazakhstan team coming out 14th overall. Elsewhere, Manx resident Ben Swift came in 56th for Ineos Grenadiers, who took the fourth spot overall. In more positive news, Manx competitor Tyler Haney won the 2024 Clayton Spring Classic in Lancashire this weekend. He took the title for his St team in an epic breakaway from a four-up sprint after being caught by two chasers. And in athletics, Amy Christian of Manx Harriers had a very worthwhile trip to Sheffield on Saturday to compete in the women's 400 metres event at the Bucks or British University's Indoor Track and Field Championships. Christian took more than two seconds off both her indoor and outdoor personal bests for the distance with an impressive time of 62.08 seconds. Although still based on the Isle of Man, Amy is a Chess University student and was representing them at the meet. Running in lane one, which is not a favoured lane for any athlete on the tight 200 metres indoor tracks, she ran the opening lap in around 29 seconds and showed good strength during the second 200 metres to clock a very pleasing time in a strong field. Of the 55 competitors across all the heats, she came out 33rd overall.
1: Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Inbound at Ronaldsway, the 5.25 Logan Air from Newquay via Manchester came in five minutes late. Next, it's the 5.28 Logan Air from Liverpool on time, the returning patient transfer. And the 5 state Logan Air from London City, uh, they're both uh, on time. Uh, slim pickings outbound tonight, just the 6 o'clock Logan Air to Liverpool. Uh, quick word also that the inner lane of the terminal building road at Ronaldsway is temporarily closed for ground repairs and necessary work, so just be aware of that. Elsewhere on the roads closures, south of Kirk Michael on the Baller Road for water main work. In Douglas, hillside is closed for adjacent office window replacement. Section of Switzerland roads closed till November. Temporary lights at the bottom end of Summer Hill, also temporary lights on Crosby Terrace near the Dukes Road Junction. Temporary lights on Brighton Terrace at the Mount Bradder Junction and also temporary lights on Loch Prom by Tower House. They're cleaning the building fascia. In Tram and temporary lights on the Zare Road for resurfacing. Face closures on the Starvey Road for water main work and the bottom end of Balabui Road is closed for ditching work. Part of the Lubes Road of Foxdale closed between Erie Dam and Conslew Road for patching work and Bluebell Lane Crosby's closed for ditching work, linking Ayrton Road and the Ballavitchell Road. The bottom end of Mount Gorn Road in Gans is closed for patching work. At Cronkavadi temporary lights there. And Parliament Street, ramps is closed from Court Road to the end of Bourne Place for repairs to speed ramps, and the, uh, there's a reversal of the one-way system at times. Temporary lights in Bull north of the Liverpool Arms. face closures on the Ballock Kilfurwick Road. Temporary lights on King Edward Road between Gravel and the A2 for trial pit work. And Key and Drockard Road in Andrews is closed in phases for water main work. Ask
0: how you can spread the cost interest-free at
8: Keyside!
1: update. Brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Fast and it's six minutes before six on Manx Radio. Also, the Matrix signs aren't showing any problems at the moment. Well, apparently, it is too expensive to keep the Ben McCree ready for sea at all times just in case other things go wrong, according to the Steam Packet Company. Currently, if there is an issue with the Manxman, it takes 12 hours to prepare the vessel as a replacement. The story from Amy Griffiths.
5: In a statement sent to Manx Radio, the Steam Packet Company says as the backup vessel, the Ben McCree has a core crew on board at all times. However, it claims that because of its age, there are more maintenance requirements for the Ben and the ongoing job list is quite extensive. Therefore, it says being on immediate readiness stops the crew from being able to carry out these tasks. The company says if the Ben were on six-hour notice, for instance, there'd only be enough time for one hour strip down, four hours of work and one hour of rebuild. However, being on 12-hour notice means much more complex tasks can be undertaken, reducing the need for work to be completed in dry dock and increasing availability and reducing costs. Once a decision has been made to activate the Ben for service, the 12-hour window gives time to prepare, including warming the engines and machineries, stocking stalls with perishables as nearly all of the food served on board is cooked from fresh, transferring crew from other vessels in order to bring the Ben McCree up to passenger service levels, and completing a checklist of tasks in order to prepare the vessel for sea. According to a response to a written Timwell question, the Treasury Minister Alex Allenson revealed a number of cancelled sailings in the last quarter of the year almost doubled from 2021 to 2023. Dr Allenson says last year's statistics were affected by a number of issues, including unprecedented number of storms and familiarising crew with handling the manxman in extreme weather to avoid the risk of an accident resulting in catastrophic injury, damage or pollution to ship or port infrastructure. You can see the full steam packet statement and Timwald written answer at manxradio.com.
1: That's it for update tonight. compiled from the resources of Manx Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Chanel Suku, producer Amy Griffiths. Remember that uh, Ramsey Town Hall hustings tonight for the Commissioner's Southward by-election. It's at 7 o'clock at the West Hall Ramsey Grammar School. After the news at 6, Philly Gorn is on with agenda. Greater sits with Chris Kinley at 6. And I'm back tomorrow at 5.30.
0: W-I-N-T.